Wednesday, and that means that you're listening to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for movie and television lovers. Listeners, for the past six to eight weeks, we here at Spoiler Alert have been hard at work watching as much Hobbit and Hobbit-adjacent content that we can find. And let me tell you, it's a lot. It's too much, okay? honestly. Like it's, a, it's, it's maybe too much. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, right now, the world is receiving a major token injection. Ew. And quite frankly, we've got some things to say about it. <laughs> probably, that's what it is. A Tolkien injection. You stole my bad name, the Tolkien injection. <laughs> that's what this time will the 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 post pandemic time will be referred to as the Tolkien injection. I think that's totally fine. Uh, anyway, I cannot do this alone. Joining us via Zoom teleconference, we have our resident Hobbit expert and dwarf sommelier, Garrett Goslin. How are you, sir? Oh, I am great. I'm very, very good. I'm happy to be back. Thanks for having me again. Thank you. Thank you. I'm also joined by my usual fellowship, Sonia and Sean. Hello. Hello. Hail and well met. <laughs> I shall I shall vanish <laughs> I was, in the east. Uh, I did. I was looking for a thesaurus, uh, like a Tolkien thesaurus for a hello that would be more appropriate, but I couldn't find one. You should have. If you weren't like a coward, weird. you would have done this whole intro in Elvish. <laughs> Yeah. Coward. I'm, I am working on my dark speech. Uh, deep, dark? Black speech, I think. Deep dark. Black speech. Deep dark speech. That's right. That's what they call it. Black speech. Deep. Yeah. Yeah. Scary speech. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Uh, this is a continuation of our Lord of the Rings episode into the uh, other stuff. Uh, so, you guys, uh, what is your relationship to the Hobbit verse? Sean, <laughs> would you care to discuss your... Mine uh, is very similar to my relationship with Lord of the Rings, where I never really heard of it, nor seen of it, or read of it. Uh, and then after I... I don't even... After my friend made us watch Lord of the Rings several times, uh, I think I went to the first one in theater, the first Hobbit, because I like me a little Martin Freeman. Um, and then I never saw the rest of them. And so I watched, you know, upwards of 10 hours of Hobbit films this, this last week. And <laughs> it, was, it was a lot. It, it was the injection. It was... <laughs> I was ODing. It was too much. Some might say, some might say the jab. You got the Tolkien jab. I got the dwarf jab. <laughs> it's crazy. Why are there so many dwarves? Literally, I think you did mention this last time, Garrett, but like eight of them don't have any sort of characteristics or names or anything. They just are along for the party. Yeah. Anyway. It's a lot. Anyway, shapes are born. That's my um, relationship with the Hobbits. Yeah. Uh, Garrett. Um, I, so I love the Hobbit films. Um, I don't love the fact that there's three because the book is quite short and it's a great story. I think, um, I think that movies came out at like the prime movie theater time of our generation because every big blockbuster film was releasing like a part one and a part two. Mm they realized how much money they were going to make if they just kept mm-hmm. making more movies. So they made a lot of money from it because it was an expensive one to film. But being a 
Lord of the Rings nerd. I just felt like it dragged on and it should have been, I don't know, shortened a bit. But there's still lots of stuff I love in it. And You didn't like that half hour action sequence where they float in barrels? <laughs> yeah, the, the, the barrel sequence. <laughs> it, you don't get a good barrel sequence that that's often. True. So I'm happy when they come. Yeah. Yeah, so there's, there's good stuff. I think um, the dwarfs are... Um, so extra yeah and there's a lot of them i mean that's basically what the story is it's like a bunch of dwarves come with gandalf to see bilbo and then they go to the mountain and destroy the dragon do they describe the dwarves hair in great detail because because there seemed to be (laughs) very like each one had a more unique hairstyle than the next I know they went freaking all out with that hair and the noses. And we, we talked about this, Sean, about how like 80% of them are ugly as F and then they've got like one the main... like, beautiful one and everyone else is like a nose with hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one that falls in love with Tariel, she, he's like gorgeous. Keely, yeah. And then the main, yeah. But yeah, why so, why are a couple of them well, just yassified? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Especially Thorin. I I think I I I think that like cuz at this point as far as films are con- concerned, we've seen a dwarf. Mm-hmm. Like there've been mm-hmm. a couple others like here and there, but we haven't seen them full on. The full and, breath. Uh, I do Yeah, I do wonder if there were conver- conversations around the table of like Okay, these guys all look like dwarfs. They're pretty good. But hear me out. What if what if three of them are sexy? <laughs> yeah. And then they were like... <laughs> Jeremy, rank your three sexiest dwarves. The movie. Uh, I think it's Thorne is number one, is he not? He's, he's pretty then, sexy. Well, yeah. Then, he's then got a Keely, bad personality, then, though. Yeah. Yeah. Is the other one Feely who looks yeah. like like half a Their dwarf? names are literally like yes. Dobby and Bobby and uh <laughs> Killy and Billy. And then yeah. there's Dobby, Hobby, Globby and Fobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's one other one that looks pretty normal. The one who wears like the hat with flaps Which over one? his ears. He has a funny oh, mustache. Oh, I think no, that's, that's true, yeah. But it's literally the those those four and then the rest of them look bananas. The one with the like, crazy airplane <laughs> hair. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like they all have kind of crazy hair, but he has like crazy hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like, it's funny because there's maybe other six or seven of them that have like stand out in my mind. And then the rest that yeah. just blend in. And, and, and like, I couldn't tell the difference between any of them like there's a little pulling up a reference card there's the little fat redhead guy that he always does he always sort of like leaps off of things like into a like he's he's feels like a bit of a a pinball comic relief character i don't know if he says a word he's basically a fat barrel master (laughs) and a beard that um connects to his hair yeah, it's like, yeah. like I'm looking I at him right it's now. A, yeah. It's like a mustache I think it's an and infinity then it connects scarf. to his hair. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's cr- yeah. I'm looking at a picture of them as well, Sanj, and I have not seen half. I've watched these movies and I've not seen half of these dwarves. <laughs> yeah. I'm certain. Hmm. I'm certain of it. No, really, there's like, there's the old dwarf, sexy dwarf. Um, 
Bangs dwarf. <laughs> Redhead dwarf. <laughs> Bangs dwarf. Hat dwarf. Like you want to talk dopey, doc, and like grumpy. Like this is the this is harder. Here we are. Anyway, Sanj, what is your uh, relationship to the Hobbit verse? Well, before we get ahead of yeah, ourselves, yeah, we we did get a little ahead of ourselves thinking about those yassified dwarves. That's fine. Um, <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> um, it's pretty similar to Sean's. Like I, I read the book when I was in elementary school at some point, and obviously was very enchanted by it. And then I saw, I think, the first of the movies in theaters, and then I <laughs> literally did not see another one <laughs> until this week. Because it's, it's like Garrett said, like, how is it that you're going to take the three quite substantial Lord of the Rings books and make them quite handily into three movies, and then you take one very small Hobbit book and make it into three very substantial movies that I think amount to probably almost the same amount of time? It just doesn't make sense. It, it I, well, I do think it is a money grab mm-hmm. situation. Uh and I, I mean, that's always and I think that people would have been maybe upset if it was a one or two parter. Like I could see people being, you know, oh, we got so much more Lord of the Rings. Why couldn't this have been, you know, mm-hmm. more lengthy, but not added to in the way that it was uh, mm-hmm. like you, Sanj. I read this in elementary school. I distinctly remember having way better handle on all of the dwarves in the book. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What, that makes no <laughs> sense to me. But, like, it didn't seem like it was hard to keep track of. And then in the movies, it's simply impossible. Um, <laughs> but I, I watched I watched all three of these in the theater with a diminishing group of people every time. <laughs> like, the first wow, time I went fair. with, like, my wife and my brother and my dad. And the next time, my... Oh, yeah. Side note. Just a little asterisk on this whole... Uh, wife of the show refuses to watch it. She will not watch and this. Honestly, I stand and, with Ellen. Uh, yeah, movies. respect. That's that's fair. Um, but this kind of brings us into my second question. And what is your particular reason for hating the Hobbit films? <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would hate... say what is it? Sean? Yeah, hate yeah, is a tough. Strong. But I want to see the. I want to see a skilled editor give me a really hot one, like three hour film. Mm -hmm. I think that could be easily done. Mm -hmm. There, I did find a four hour cut. Mm -hmm. See, I'm into that. Uh, I, I haven't watched it, but I have, I have, there's, I don't know. It's a little illegal. First and foremost, (laughs) like it's not, not above board technically. Um, but they did supply a list. They did supply a list of all of the times to watch. Like if you just had all the discs and just wanted to watch them where they felt necessary. Like manual mm-hmm. editing. Which is a little, that's a little extra. That's fair. If you wanted to do it the legal way. But I have not done that. Okay. Well, the question yeah. that I have is, um, even mm-hmm. though I've read the book, but it was a long, long time ago. What, what in the movies is added? From the book. And we do have a scholar of the texts with us. <laughs> yeah, not to put you on the spot, Garrett, um, but if you could. <laughs> well, like, Tariel is the gorgeous wood elf from um, Mirkwood, who is 
like Legolas is in love with her, but she's in love with the dwarf, right? Mm-hmm. She's added. She's not really in the book. And that's kind of a big character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Azog, the defiler, which is like the albino, right. huge, muscly guy. Oh, that yeah, he's gross. Loses his... Yeah, he's in the lore. His role is very minor. And they made him to be like the villain of each of the movies. Like he's mm-hmm. he's huge. Um like the the scene of Dale or like the the lake town. Right. I think the characters in there were elaborated on quite a bit. It's kind of like in the new series how they've elaborated on hobbits. Mm-hmm. Um they I think just find ways to create new characters and new communities kind of so that there's more of a diverse culture that they're um, exploring. What about but... the dandy king Stephen Fry and his, yeah. u- and his unibrow like uh, co-worker? Who's, who's He's like the, the, the master of Lake Town? The... Yeah. Oh, him. And he tries yeah. to steal all the gold. Oh, right, him. And then Smaug He's, crushes him. Yeah, his character is hilarious. I actually really like mm-hmm. how ridiculous he was. Um, yeah, he was... I don't particularly remember him in the books too well. Also, Thranduil had a huge presence in the mm. movies, which I loved, because he's fierce. And he's very gay. Like, he's got that sassy, mm-hmm. I'm queen of everything, don't bother me. Yeah, he... And then I liked when he got to fight also, and he was whipping that wig all up and down. And Hereography. Doing extreme hereography. Yeah. (laughs) I've been meaning to go back and try to find, like, a detailed video of Thranduil's travels over his lifetime, because there is the scene where um, he talks about he knows... um, dragon fire he's faced the serpents of the north and he does that weird like skin scene where he like shows oh yeah what is that damage well i think he's just he's traveled north to you know battle like there's the realm or fortress of dol guldur that's in mirkwood that was um taken by the witch king and that was part of hmm, the realm of Mirkwood. Like it's, it used to be a lot brighter, greener, happier, but now it's dark and filled with spiders and like poison and all that. So he's probably faced fire drakes and all of that. So he, yeah, he needed like a, he needed a facial or something in that <laughs> scene. Yeah. <laughs> well, his, his magic, his magic makeup was doing him justice. I feel. Oh, for sure. Uh, G- Garrett, uh, I, I didn't look this up because I wanted to ask you on air, but all of this nonsense about the Arkenstone, that was not in the book the same way, was it? Like, like it sort of takes over Thorin in a really meaningful and huge way mm-hmm. as they sort of search for this stone, which Bilbo has pocketed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they call it, like, dragon mm-hmm. sickness or something Yeah, for a while. Yeah. But was was that in there? Was that was that a part of it? I know the Arkenstone is in the books, and it is mm-hmm. it is portrayed as a big deal to the dwarves. Um, I don't particularly remember Thorin 
falling that hard under this dragon sickness in the books. But I think it was there a little bit. Because there's there's the whole, in Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, where hobbits are more resilient and humble, and that's why they can handle things like the ring and the Arkenstone, because they just want to do the right thing. Whereas Thorns so dwarves men, yeah, they just like they're stubborn and they want things for their people and for their family, and they'll do anything and even fall under the spell. But hobbits don't. Hobbits, well, hobbits. don't, yeah. especially not Bilbo. Okay, sorry, Jared. I kind of derailed yeah, so, your question, but I just I wanted to know that before no, I answered. Because um, for me, it's the pacing, like. It feels like there's so many parts of these movies that take forever. And then, for example, it feels Mm -hmm. like Smog gets defeated so quickly. Did you guys also feel Mm -hmm. that way? Mm -hmm. Well, especially because we start the third film, we're like, oh, mighty Smog, he's loose, and he is going to town. Mm -hmm. And then he he dies in 30 seconds. And then the rest of the Mm -hmm. film is just something else. And Yeah. But in... In the book, it's kind of like Lake Town's kind of just a mention. And like, I remember it being like a paragraph where we get through all of, well, not a paragraph, a a chapter where we get through like all of this stuff very quickly. Mm -hmm. And like, even the battling in the book, like, was not gone into in depth at all. Uh, Which, I mean, which is fine. But uh, I don't know. Watching it this time. I definitely enjoyed it more and I'm not quite sure why, but I didn't feel the slowness that I had previous. Mm-hmm. Like, like there were parts I enjoyed and then maybe I was just looking at my phone Wow. Yeah. when I wasn't wow. into it. Yeah. <laughs> the dra- the dragon, um, the technology that they had to use to create that dragon was unreal. But I thought mm-hmm. the character, the way the dragon speaks it's breathtaking. Like, I wish I could have more footage and history and, yeah, just of Smaug because his character was amazing and, like you said, he died too quickly. I honestly and felt bad as... for Smaug, too. I'm like, he just wants to chill here with his gold <laughs> and, like, doesn't yeah. seem to be bothering anybody <laughs> and then everyone is trying to get in there. And yeah. I found it quite rude. And the the black <laughs> arrows that they had to use to kill him, they had... They had one? one I think they just had the one Yeah, saved. like, maybe we should make a few more of these if this is what your intention is. Well, exactly. I'm like, as if you have one and only one, and they have a makeshift yeah. bow that they make because it breaks, and they're like, oh, I'll just, you know, jimmy they this up. He literally uses his you son's this. shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. No, his son's name is Jimmy. That's why Jimmy. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So that was like one of those like predictable moments in the movie. Yeah, I was like, like oh, oh, is this last have... one going to get him or not? I'm so sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But I think as well, like, that's why you, like, I, I don't know if there's a better way to depict it because, like, Smog is not a huge character in the book. You know, he's an obstacle. He's a very big character. It's a, it's a big moment. Yeah. He's physically large, yes. Um, especially compared to a dwarf or a mm-hmm. hobbit. But it, it is this whole thing of like, you know, what are they going to do, drag that out for an hour? 
like I, you know, I just don't know what you're gonna you're gonna do yeah. with it. Yeah. I will say to Garrett's point, I think all of the technology and effort went into the dragon, mm-hmm. and like the sweeping shots of dwarves on ponies, <laughs> may be some of the worst makeup I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Because it is, it just didn't work. Yeah. And I, yeah. There was, like, I, during the barrel scene, actually, I did have, I was like, this looks like a video game, like, from Mm -hmm. a cereal box. Like, it was just like, like, (laughs) bing, bong, boom. It, it looked, I thought it looked really bad. Well, and when Legolas is, like, jumping on, standing on their heads. Yeah, like, a bop, bop, bop. Or also, like, when that weird tower falls and creates a bridge, which are engineeringly impossible, and they're all just, like, mm-hmm. Legolas is fighting on the bridge, and then he hops, yeah, hop, 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 hops up those uh, falling bricks, impossible, and looked ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Also, is Orlando Bloom the only Lord of the Rings character to not be in a Marvel movie? Like every single a- every single actor is in a Marvel movie. I swear to God. Anyway, that's an aside. Uh, did Did you guys hear about the the Black Panther joke with uh, Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis? Did you guys no, hear about this? No. Uh, on the set of the Black Panther, they quickly became known as the Tolkien <laughs> White Guys. That's funny. Which that is, is the really funniest funny. thing. <laughs> that's, that's so funny. good, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really like that one. What do you hate about it, Jer? Yeah. I, like, it's, in in all Jeremy logic, it's too, like, it is too long. It it just doesn't, it's just got to get cut down. I I am eager to see this four-hour cut. Um, Again, I've got, you know, legal concerns and whatnot. (laughs) I do not remember anything about the sorcerer from the book at all. And I don't know if it's just my brain erasing it or if it was mentioned in ways or is a thing I oh, just didn't pick up. The like necromancer type. Yeah. Mm. But uh, like, I, like I just I, like, I don't know. I definitely like it more than I did. Like going into it, I thought it was really going to be a slog. So maybe that's why I kind of. But a lot of the scenes that I sort of talked about for Lord of the Rings were also really there. And like Benedict voices Sauron in The Hobbit. And it just seemed so obvious to me. Wait, he's Sauron like, and Smaug? I, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, I don't know. It just kind of wrecked it <gasps> for me. Uh, there are things that I really liked to see. Like, uh, there's, yeah, I think in the first one, there's like, they're, I, they're talking about some big fight they had in Moria, and it's introducing all these characters. Mm-hmm. And it's just like them talking over a fight, and it's pretty short, but it looks really cool. And it's not an hour of, like, arrows and axes. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like that, like, we, like some style and like some, you know, yeah. afterthought really helped this happen. And then they literally never do it again. Mm. I was like, oh, this is a really cool idea. And then they just don't bother. Mm. Yeah. So. But it, I don't know. Do you guys think it suffers from, like, the Return of the King, dare I say, battle monotony? Monotony, where it's just like we get it, we understand that they're fighting. Oh, I started like, blacking out during going. Those. 
<laughs> Even when the random mountain that they're standing on starts fighting a different mountain, I was like, boring. <laughs> or I'm like, I don't even get what's going on. <laughs> the mountain is fighting this mountain. Yeah, it takes like it takes about six seconds for me to get battle fatigue, honestly. Like that's not what I'm in it for already. Mm-hmm. So yeah. The last movie. It's was like when a guitar long. solo starts. I just like I black out <laughs> and then I come back in later. That's funny. No, that's totally that's totally fair. Uh, just let me check my notes here. We got the sexiness of dwarves that we kind yeah. of talked about. <laughs> um, I don't know. Would you guys like if there was like a a prequel with a young Thorn? Would you watch this or is it is the well dry? That's an interesting I question. Don't I don't think Thorin's who would draw me in. No, it's all you're all glowing. <laughs> yeah. hey? You're a glowing girl. <laughs> glowing girl, yeah. Glowing. Who's glowing? Have you ever oin? See the old man. Oin, uh, oin, gloin. <laughs> hobby, fobby, hobby, jobby. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna list them all. Off no, and it was gonna freak me out. Uh, all right, you guys. I I certainly need a break from all of those dwarves. Uh, you are listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. We're tuned in the community, and we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. See you in a minute. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. Today we're talking about hobbits, hobbiton, rings, power, lords of rings, powers of rings, hobbits of lords, powers Lord of, of powers. Lord of dance. Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. Um, uh, before we continue our discussion, does anyone know what time it is? Uh, it's time for elevensies, I think. <laughs> Maybe it's game time, people. What? Wow! 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 That's all you get. <laughs> Crushed it. Um, for those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend, I think it's like five or ten minutes this week, looking for a title related to our topic that these two have hopefully not seen. Garrett included. I just say the same thing so often I screwed up my line. Um, but uh, <laughs> I tell them the title. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. And we all have a great time. You guys, are you ready to play the game? I'm Hi. not quite ready, but I guess we'll do it. I'm ready. This, this week's title is... Rings of Power. That title, that title again, Rings of Power. Now this feels like a trick. I was just going to say. When have I ever tricked you guys? You didn't say that last episode. I get tricked a lot. Okay. I think Rings of Power is a graphic novel set in the Second Age that follows the creation of the Rings of Power. That's what I think. Okay. Thank Mm. you. Thank you. Um, I believe it is a Netflix reality show about jewelry makers. Um, And each episode, they have a new uh, wristband, bracelet, uh, necklace, tiara (laughs) to make, and people just get eliminated until there can only be one uh, winner. Uh, One one ring to rule them all. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Garrett, uh, what do you think that the Rings of Power is about? Well, I think it's a trick. I think I'm going <laughs> to go with like an online video game 
that's like pixelated in 2D that you can play free of charge. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's but free. Yeah, no, it's got, uh, I don't know, it's got power rings that you can buy with your own credit card and use to speed. Yeah, you have to yeah. buy, to play. You have to buy yeah. two ninety nine bushel of apples to feed your horse or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm, I am happy to say that you are all wrong in all ways, shapes, and forms. Even uh, Garrett, me? You were, yeah, Garrett, you were the closest. Um, Sean, yours is most likely to actually occur, I think. Mm. <laughs> um, but of course, the Rings of Power is a 19... 19- 1992 role-playing video game developed by Naughty Dog and published by Electronics Arts for the Sega Genesis. Naughty Dog. <laughs> oh my Garrett God. Sizer. You Naughty Dog. Uh, uh, so the plot, uh, I'll read the first line here. Long ago, the divine being Nexus the Benevolent used the rod of creation to turn the desolate <laughs> planet of Ukshabao into paradise. It's not real. It's not related to Lord oh. of the Rings. It's a it's it's about getting six MacGuffins. You play as Buck, the Academy of the Mind's most promising student, and you build a team and carry on. It looks crazy. I don't know if it looks good. There's a dragon on the cover, but um, tell me more about uh, the Rod of Creation. Sounds like a euphemism. <laughs> You have to get six blueberry muffins? Like, what? (laughs) Yeah, no, you got to get six rings of power uh, to uh, maybe remake the rod. I don't know. All right. uh, Remake the rod, spoil the child. (laughs) Sounds fun. There's chaos. Uh, I think that there may be some, like, Lord of the Rings vibes here, but uh, it looks pretty crazy. Uh, It was not well-received, and I think you can probably still play it if you want. Uh, 49% on Megatech and uh, Mean Machines gave it a 41% rating. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so if you have time and gumption, check out Rings of Power. You guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank, thank you, you so much. Thanks. Um, so we also this week, well, the past month, I guess, because there's four episodes a week of this show um have been watching the new hit television show from amazon prime the rings of power which explores the second age of uh the lord of the rings universe um it follows galadriel if i'm not mistaken sort of the main character girl boss yes girl boss Uh, gatekeep gaslight as as she seeks out sauron uh, to avenge her brother uh, from a promise he made, not she, which is a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to meet a whole bunch of new friends along the way, see what everybody's up to. Uh, it's a shinier, newer Middle Earth mm. uh, as, as we explore the Age of Elves. Um, you guys, it's not finished yet. There might be more seasons. We don't know. What do you think of the Rings of Power? Okay, well, this is interesting because I think that they don't, correct me if anyone knows any more about this, but they don't have the actual rights to uh, the Lord of the Rings franchise. They only really have the rights to, like, um, like a prologue or, like, of one of the books or something like that. So they're creating, so, like, all of this from, like, a uh, very small piece of, like, literature. Like, they, so, no. they're not allowed to reference, like, other really people in uh, the it's series. Even, it's even worse than that, Sean, unfortunately. Uh, so they have the rights to the movies. 
So anything that's been alluded to or said in the movies, they can expand upon. But anything that was not, they are not allowed to. Oh. And anything, like a lot of people are like, oh, I can't say the word, but it's the Similarian show. Similarian? Thank you. <laughs> and they are not allowed to show anything from that at all. Because they did the thing that I hate where, like, they skipped over, like, oh, there's a battle with Morgoth and it's really bad. That's what this show should be. Mm-hmm. Very obviously. Yeah. But they can't show any of that. Right. They have to make it all up. And I feel like yeah. it shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's <laughs> definitely... I didn't know it was quite that harsh. I knew that there were a lot of restrictions behind it, um, but it definitely makes sense now. I think still as a huge nerd, and I'm still obsessed on it, I love the series That's that and what they're doing with it. I'm trying to watch it with a very like open mind, and I'm trying not to listen too hard to people's critiques about it. And I don't mean, like, the general. Um, I mean, like, the diehard fans that are like, oh, well, this is all wrong and that's mm. all. It should have been, like... Like, I'm trying not to listen to any of that because um, it's, like, magic or things that cannot be explained. A lot of it is left to your own interpretation on things. So mm-hmm. I kind of am taking it on as my own experience and my own interpretation with things and trying not to let that stuff taint it. But they're... Yeah, like like you said, that battle with Morgoth and um, Middle-earth as we know it on the map used to have a huge chunk that was on the western side um, called Beleriand. And that area during the huge war with Morgoth actually sank underwater. But we never see that on a map. It wasn't mentioned in the movies and so they can't show that on a map in the TV series. But, like, when the trees die in the beginning of the first episode, um, mm-hmm. that's um, a huge spider, Ungoliant. Like, he, Morgoth goes um, over to Valinor, where the elves first came to be and where the trees are, destroy the tree. And then there's this huge war in Beleriand, and we don't get to see any of that anywhere. So they skip right through all of that. Like you mm-hmm. just get a little glimpse of it in the first episode, and that's it. And that's huge. So we're just getting a little peekaboo, and then you jump right to the next age, basically. <laughs> a little peekaboo. Yeah. Uh, Sean, song. Um. Well, obviously, I don't know a lot of the lore. So I'm just following it as just, like, uh, a series in general. And there's, like, there is a lot of characters, and I feel like they're all sort of pointing towards each other. Like, I feel like they're going to start meeting and tying into each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I honestly, like, the actress that plays Galadriel, I'm not really feeling. um, Mostly because I love that character. And she's just kind of boring but yeah. also i'm like well i guess kate blanchett literally just like looks into the distance and like looks ethereal and this is like what this girl is doing too so it's like i can't fault <laughs> her for doing the exact same thing it's just kate can pull it off i guess i don't know yeah 
she just is like kind I feel like she's just weirdly unlikable, <laughs> which is not really what I want from yeah, that's my, fair from my elf queen, but yeah. Um, but it, I am having fun. There's a lot of characters that I'm enjoying, and like I'm like seeing a little bit of like things start tying together. The action sequence in this not last episode, the third maybe the in the like orc pit was really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. The orcs look terrible. They, like, I don't know why they're, like, they're not very scary at all. They look just very, like, I'm in a Halloween costume. Yeah. Like, maybe the costuming, I don't know. They look more human-like. Yeah. Whereas before, like, we're used to seeing them kind of, like, hunched over, hobbly, and... And, like, rising from the muck. Yeah. And, very scary. (laughs) And these guys are just, like... Wearing a burlap sack and like running around. Yeah. And I guess they're scared of the sun. I didn't know this until this series. Or not scared of it, but they're like get hurt by it. Like a vampire. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this this could be uh I don't know, like a, a thing that they grew out of or something. I mm. don't know. They, this never came up. Well and maybe I in Middle Earth it's just always dark. Or maybe like well, when Sauron returns to power. Yeah, he's, like that'll be part of the show or something. Yeah, he's like, let me cloud cloud you over. Yeah, there. Well, there definitely is. Um, like in Mordor, in the Lord of the Rings trilogy, there the orcs are mostly in Mordor, or they're in the mines of Moria. Like goblins are in there. There's some in the north, or in like Angband area, and then um, Urukai from um, from Isengard. Urukai don't actually get affected by the sun. So oh. that's that's why you see some clips when they're like just traveling through the day light. Wearing sunscreen. Ooh. Yeah. SPF. <laughs> and they're fine. As yeah. as they should. Yeah. As yeah. we all should. He he is a wizard, you guys. He can do things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I like I don't know. I'm I'm liking it, I think. I don't find myself super invested or like excited to watch it. Um, and I, I keep having these moments where I find myself like very aware that it's a production. I don't know if, if you guys have Mm. had this where I'm like, okay, that's a set, that's animation. Like that's a wig. I feel like it really keeps breaking down. Well, the wigs are something to talk about. Um, (laughs) I saw someone on TikTok say this week that she thinks part of the problem is that they fully shaved off all of their sideburns. Whereas in the Lord of the Rings, series and the hobbit um they all have like that strip of hair in front of their ears which i suspect is probably to hide the fake ear the the elf ear yeah Mm. um but it just makes their heads look super weird and big and round uh the way the elves hair is now and like is that the most Mm -hmm. important part of the show no but it's extremely distracting well elrond like we cannot not reference that elrond's head is weird he looks really weird (laughs) Yeah, his hair yeah. is blown out. His forehead is <laughs> the size of this like screen. He's yeah. just like is a strange looking man. Yeah, and, and so as like... Amanda, friend of the show, Amanda said, he has Doctor Oz's face too, <laughs> he which, looks is, exactly which like you can't that. unsee. Um, and so that keeps oh like God. taking me out of it. And then I also feel like the writing is sometimes kind of not good. Like some of the dialogue feels quite clunky to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. 
I, I feel like there's a lot of weird choices going on, and I don't know if it's like a TV budget thing. Like, I don't know if like if that's the issue or whatever. But they have um, a huge budget. They do, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it, like it a billion also, dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it that much? Oh it's my like God. a yes. lot. It's for um, it's for all three seasons that they're planning to make. Okay. Yeah. So a third so, of a yeah. billion. So they, and that might that might be like marketing and stuff too included, but mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. I it, I remember the the number was shocking. Yeah. That's uh, a lot. But I am like I am enjoying. I really like the depiction of the orcs in this. Like they don't, I, they look fine. They don't look amazing, but um, like they're really up to something that I think is cool. They really and, are like, up they to seem, something. They seem a little smarter and like that they're they're doing some stuff. But also, like I like seeing the dwarven city, yeah. like alive oh, and yeah. doing things, and it's interesting. Yes, and there's all these kind of cool things going on. And then, Sonya, you're totally right. I see Elrond's bald cap with a wig on it. And I'm just like, really? Like, who? Like, they couldn't grow out his hair? Like, what? Like what is going on? And I don't know if that's that man's actual hair or not. Like, but it does just take you out of it in a huge way. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You guys are going to. Is everyone going to keep watching? I think I'll keep so. watching. I, I first, like at, with Game of the Thrones also playing at the same time. I feel like I'm more li- I'm more likely to watch this because I feel like Game of Thrones has this like reputation where they're like I have to kill a baby on screen to like <laughs> yeah. keep things to keep like people Gotta have like some shook. Incest. Yeah, and whereas <laughs> like this, I don't feel like they feel that intense pressure to shock, and I don't mind, and I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a little more whimsy, which I'm here for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you guys feel about the the hobbits? The Harfoot, or at least the Harfoots. Yeah, I like the little Harfoots. Okay. I I'm 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 done with them. I could <laughs> we could move on. Wow. <laughs> I I'm with you, Jeremy, because they just don't really serve a purpose other than. I don't know, just trying to showcase once again how humble and adorable hobbits are. And mm-hmm. like, but they also, the... they show us how, um, how hobbits are so, e- like how everyone's like, oh, I didn't even know there was hobbits anymore. Cause they're like, ooh, we are a tree or like we're a bush. Like yeah. they, do, <laughs> they do all it's that. It's true. Yeah, it's, it's like a little rustle in the bushes and then they just yeah. literally turn into a bush. Like yeah, they they're just go like, invisible. Whoop. <laughs> yeah. But also, we I, now know that the Harfoots have some rather ruthless social policy. Oh, if you're so disabled, you're and, getting left yeah. behind. It's some yeah. and they will they will just put your name in the list and read like they'll read your name and they're like, sorry, we had to do that, but you are gone, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll think about you, but that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that was shocking because they're so folksy and cutie, and then they're mm-hmm. like. Bye. Sorry, got to yeah. do a little eugenics. <laughs> I know you yeah. were helping us, like, fix our thing, but bye. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a purposeful Darwinism situation. Yeah. And well, like, Margaret little, Mead would have something dark. to say about that. You could definitely have about... some, like, stronger Harfoots pull a cart with, like, the folks who can't, who don't have the mobility. Like, there's oh, there are systems depends... you could come up with. Yeah. 
But but like this like this is a a person who's like sitting there thinking, okay, a hobbit hole is pretty awesome. What's the worst opposite of that I can think of? And they came up with, oh, you have to move every three weeks with a card in your family, and if anything <laughs> happens, you get left behind. <laughs> mm. Which is which is how we got here. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you have to you live with acorns stuck in your hair. Yeah, that's true. We're, we're we're a little low on time, so before we wrap up our 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 chat here, I just have one more question for the group. Would any of you dive into the open ocean with no plan, no boat, and no logistical possibility of staying alive? Elf this, or no? This is why Galadriel's making some weird. She's so impetuous, and I guess it's, <laughs> she. It was her like two thousand years ago, so I guess she's younger. But I'm like, what a dumb. She just makes dumb decisions. Very, mm-hmm. very. But if the alternative was You're, going to the afterlife, couldn't you like just leave? She didn't have like, a lot of options. A... Le- to where? I mean, like I know, but I guess like on a boat. I mean, before that, walk out? like no, any like of she any, had a lot of <laughs> she had a lot of things before that that she could have been like you know Sonya, what she could have she could have just grabbed an oar to help her float. Like any of these <laughs> yeah, things would have been a better like. Like, mm-hmm. she could have yeah. ripped her dress and, I don't know, Garrett, would you have jumped in that water? Would you have done that? If Absolutely you were her in not. that moment? <laughs> I mean, she, like, eternal life or not, you will still die. Like, you have no water, no food, no plan. Girl's crazy. Mm. So, I bet you there was some, like, you know how elven gods above can intervene in life i bet you that they did she's like someone's gonna get someone's gonna catch this yeah because she just take the wheel is what she said like you have to sail quite a ways out before you like (laughs) encounter that you know cloud of light Mm -hmm. so for another group of people to be stranded out there at the same time is very unlikely Mm -hmm. and honestly you're right a grace, a grace from up, up, up above. Yeah. Did we ever find out why they were there? I have some theories, but I don't know if I should spoil anything. No. Um. Well, let's let's they're theories. Let's what let's hear. Well, okay. Everybody's trying to figure out who, which character is Sauron, in the series because people I are saying. I think it's the weird wizard dude. Okay, people no, are. That's Gandalf, man. Well, I don't think so. People are thinking it's Gandalf, but I'm pretty certain it can't be. And so people are now saying that the man who is traveling with Galadriel right now is Sauron. Oh. And this would also explain why if people, like, if a magic individual or like a Maiar, like Mm -hmm. Sauron... Um, intervened, he could magically get himself over there with Galadriel because he, in his history, has been known to take on different forms to, like, brainwash or convince people or to manipulate. And so there are some theories that he... that this guy could be Sauron. Um, And there were... Like, he had a symbol of his pendant that he... Um, 
belonged to the Southlands, which is where Mordor is, is that we know mm-hmm. now. The East, where they're but... doing construction on Mordor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I... It's just a possibility. We don't know for sure, but I just I like how it keeps introducing new things, and um, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I, do I like think that. it's I think it's the freaky the freaky Harfoot man, the stranger, <laughs> the stranger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I still have no idea who this is, and I keep trying to figure it out. But because there was a moment where Christy was like, "He can't be Sauron. He um." He made all the fireflies, like, fly into the sky. And I was like, what? He killed them. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, oh, we, like, misremembered, like, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, because the stranger could also be Saruman, couldn't he? Yeah. And there is a scene where he has his, like, cloak draped over his arms. Yeah. That looks very Saruman-like mm. when he's, Ooh. like you know, walking or holding onto his stuff. He just has that really drapey vibe, whereas Gandalf has, like, a glade dirt blanket over him all the time. Glade. Also, was it not a trip to see Saruman in this series when he's, like, still good? Yeah. Like, remember when he popped up and everyone oh. looked at him? And then every and then he, they're like, Saruman, I love you. You're my friend. Yeah. But it, it like, kind of set up this moment where you're like, <gasps> not him. Yeah, yeah. not you. <laughs> uh, I was surprised that we didn't have a scene where he like he like turns bad where he know, like, like looked ap- into the camera and like winked it was like <laughs> <laughs> not yet a little foreshadowing yeah, yeah. little did oh they know uh, uh, also right, we got guys. we got Galadriel doing a very her freaky like rave dance like ghost remember that oh. she's like which oh, is yeah. gushing power. That's oh, yeah. Gushing, gushing power. Gush. <laughs> Gosh. Also, uh, just right, a quick guys. shout out. I love oh, Disa. Oh, yeah. Disa's fine. Love right. Disa. She's fierce. Yeah, that's true. Um, you guys, we got a minute left. Let's do a quick round of what you're watching. I don't know if anyone's been watching anything other than Lord of the Rings stuff, but uh, you guys got anything to talk about? Um, I will just say I watched Prey. I finally watched Prey on Disney Plus. It's awesome. It's so fun. Okay, cool. Y'all should get into it. I don't know what to even what I can even say in a minute. Um, I started watching Normal People, the TV adaptation of Sally Rooney's novel, and as the novel did, it is emotionally destroying me. So that's fun. Oh, cool. Garrett, you taking anything that you, that you want people to hear about? Um, I'm not watching any other TV shows other than this one. Um, because all my free time is then spent on playing Lord of the Rings it's video games. I'm playing <laughs> War in the North, which is an old PS3 game, and I just beat it yesterday on normal mode, and I can't wait to beat it again on heroic mode. Wow. Or, as I said earlier, I hopped in your car, you picked me up, and, oh, you're just casually listening to Cimmerillion uh, yeah. audiobook as well. Oh, that mm-hmm. also takes mm-hmm. up a lot of time. Yeah. You're really Nerd. taking it in. good thing you can do both in once both at once and with that folks that's all the time we have i'd like to give a shout out to the garys for use of our theme song manatuna my co-hosts sonia and sean our guests and resident expert garrett everyone at cjtr and to our listeners spoiler alert is broadcast live wednesdays at 6 p.m rebroadcast fridays at 3 and is available as a podcast on cjtr's website we're on Twitter at SpoilerAlertYQR and Instagram at SpoilerAlertCJTR. 
coming up next. You better stick around for my electric. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.